The following podcast is for mature audiences only, so hey, look, if you're under 18, just turn it off, okay? Do you know the secrets of making friends? They are so simple and easy. That looks easy enough. And Joey is going to try it out. Hey guys, it's Miss Jenga. It's Freckles. And we are back again with Jenny B. What? So excited to have you back again. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here again. One just wasn't enough. No. Yeah. We just, no. we had our great STI talk, which was what I was really excited to get you on about. And, um, you know, people always tell me that what you have to offer with that it just changes their perspective and mm. levels them up in so many ways. You so. just really love to butter me up at the beginning <laughs> of these podcasts. Like, I, I don't mind. You. Just keep lathering You know, up, you're you just, know. you're eye candy and Aww. you're fun to talk to and you're funny and smart. And oh I just yards. keep wondering, like, when, so I'm all lubed up, I'm warmed up, I'm yeah. ready to go. What does <laughs> she are we going to close what the deal? She, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is she looking for here? Uh, I like it. The unknown. It's all good. <laughs> uh, I've been uh, going through my birthday celebration. Kicked off my birthday celebration at the beginning of this month. So awesome! You know, I I decided a long time ago that um, just I'm going to extend my birthday celebrations as long as people will tolerate it. Because mm-hmm. it's yes, not too long after the holidays, everybody's burnt out on partying. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, just go have all the fun I want to have and. Yes. Sometimes for a party girl, it's hard to figure out what you want to do to top like what you do on a regular basis. Yes. Um, that is definitely so. the problem that we have. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like yeah. I'm living large most of the time. So yep. it's not like I reserve it for once a year. Yep. So it's true. I did. Yeah. yeah. I had a friend that a couple of years ago, she took five people to dinner. And they were five different people who actually didn't know each other very That's well. That's so much fun. Ooh. And that was exactly what she wanted to do yeah. for her birthday. That's cool. Not many of the other things that this year on on my birthday it actually involved a Hitachi magic wand yes um (laughs) I went to a sex party that was taking place technically the day before my birthday right but was very very late into Mm -hmm. the evening and yes oh my goodness there was many people around me having sex Mm -hmm. who all leaned in and put their heads near mine and made amazing noises and sounds while I Fun. had my Hitachi magic wand and Mr. Bear and other friends. And so do you get turned on amazing. by sounds? Yes. And in this case also what really, really made it a deeply satisfying sexual experience was that sense of community. Okay. It's, it's really that go, it really hits my philosophy actually, because right. the people who happen to be closest to my, head mm-hmm. actually are both doulas and oh. sex coaches yeah and a midwife was okay. also there and so they were helping you birth some orgasms exactly <laughs> and it felt incredibly visceral and yeah. two two women with very long hair yeah were being fucked by either their girlfriend or their boyfriend right and it created this little cave oh around my, my head and these women are making these incredible noises and I'm actually a really big fan of um, there's an amazing birthing video that is spontaneous rituals and birth mm-hmm. and the noises are so powerful yeah. and they're very empowering mm-hmm. like they're a really great way for either a bottom or someone who is having a baby to manage pain they okay. just let the noise out yeah. yeah and in our culture that is also a really important way to let your partner know this is working for me. This isn't working for me. Like, yeah, I've been told again and again that that is a thing that people like when they have sex with me is that I give great feedback and it's pretty instantaneous and good. So yeah, having all these people kind of cheer me on and it felt like really loving and community supporting and super fucking hot and it was at midnight. Nice. nice. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so now I want to ask you, what did you do for yours? Okay, so I was planning on going down to Portland and checking out. Um, there's a sex club down there mm-hmm. that was having a juicy party. Oh, so it was nice. for curvy girls, goddesses, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I've heard 
mixed reviews about the club, so I wanted to go check it out myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, they've been having some inclement weather down in Portland. Uh So I took a rain check because I just Mm -hmm. had a pretty traumatic experience with going over passes and coming home from Colorado. So I was like, fuck that. Yes. Um, So I'm taking a rain check on that, but instead I went to a... TV taping of a friend of mine who's in a band. Uh-huh. Oh my and gosh, awesome. That was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, got asked out on a date on the spot there. This Yay. guy wanted to take me out for some Chinese food and uh-huh. kind of hinting around about it, but not being super upfront. But I noticed that he was texting with another chick on his phone and she <laughs> wasn't going to go. So uh-huh. then he started asking me. Oh and my I'm like, gosh. Nope. Um, That's hilarious. Yeah. And it was, yep. was kind of fun because I was just, you know, kind of. Mm-hmm. skirting the the industry and stuff like that because there were a bunch of industry people there and nice. that was that was nice. a good time and mm-hmm. um gosh yeah don't also. you love that when you lead kind of this blessed rock star lifestyle <laughs> that you're like you know I just had some bad driving and so I just didn't feel like going to this one amazing thing right. and so Instead, you know, I just thought I'd choose a, a different flavor amazing. and go to this other amazing <laughs> thing because I can because I'm a rock star and it's really this life is it's possible. Yeah. This is a thing that you can do. Totally. If you totally. grow some skills and put some time into this community, you can yeah. have a really amazing life. Yeah. So I went went over to a play partner's house and we had some crazy fun hot sex all night. Mm-hmm. And, um, next day, slept in and just did some really good self-care and mm. then went to wild at heart sex toy shop yeah. yeah so i had not been yet there. oh my goodness i know right? wow mm-hmm. yeah yep super impressed it's like i've never been to hump oh it my gosh ju- i always get sick <laughs> i always oh, get yeah. a cold and don't get to go and anyway it's great yeah i have yeah. a lot of friends who yes. won <laughs> <laughs> yes i have helped i have been to the parties i have set cameras i've never been to the event <laughs> It's so funny. Okay, so you've never been to Wild at Heart? Never been to Wild at Heart. Um, I'm amazed. And it was one of those things that had just been on my checklist to go. And mm-hmm. um, I was really impressed with the selection that they had. Mm-hmm. And the pricing was decent. Mm-hmm. And um, so I got myself a new dildo and some toys. Yes. Oh my so, God, yeah. Exciting. So this was actually... Um, this is oh, a isn't it gorgeous. Oh, wow. yeah. so, so this is a dildo that has it's made of granite mm. and it's got some labradorite in it, which is one of my favorite stones. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it was part of um, mm-hmm. some sort of a competition or contest or something where they had a bunch of designers create sex toys awesome. and this was one of them. Mm. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Incredibly it's beautiful. The person that was working um helped me pick it out and all this fun stuff shiny mica yeah that's really subtle it's it's pretty Mm -hmm. it's pretty i like i like pretty sex toys and like i've never had a stone one so i'm (gasps) like okay oh Uh Mm uh-huh and so you can get some sensation play with it because it's nice and chilly or you can warm Mm -hmm. it up and it warms up relatively fast so it's kind of like playing with glass but Mm -hmm. it's got more of a, a natural field and then i got two Wartenberg, mm-hmm. I'm saying that right. Wartenberg wheels. You are. Um, which, okay, this is kind of a fun thing. So this mm-hmm. was actually one of the first sex toys that I ever played with. Oh, that's awesome! Wow, talk about deep end of the pool. I was a kid. Oh my goodness! Like eight years old, playing doctor uh-huh. with a neighbor boy. <laughs> Holy moly! And you stumbled across one of these. I've been looking for them, like, uh-huh. but I wanted to. No, I no, wanted I to mean, get one in person when you were eight. I had no idea what the fuck I was. Like, but he yeah. just he I'm impre- just wanted me to like run it over his. Penis. And he had it. I was like, like okay. he had it available. I yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, they're not in every. You know, I don't know, but kids. his parents must have been mm-hmm. into something. So nice. they have disposable ones too. So Which I had oh. never, I have never seen that before. You've never seen a disposable no, one. All amazing. right. It's That's a little black cool. plastic. I like yeah. the way it felt because it's a different posture the way that you hold it as yeah. opposed to the metal wheel. So these are metal wheels and you can get them with like a bunch of different rows on them or not. This is a single one. Um, and you can, they're used to do neurological testing for mm-hmm. nerve sensitivity and stuff like that, but they are a fun sensation toy. And this so. is amazing that they have the disposal ones too, because yep. a lot of people don't think about the fact that if you have 
a metal one each time that you use it you gotta clean it you need to clean it mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it's a thing that's easy to forget it's a thing that's yep. easy to not think about so even if you use it on the same person you still should clean it absolutely because yeah. it's just really infection and yeah because yeah. your skin it's yep. the top skin yeah. well yeah and like the top layer is the place right that's your that's yeah. your main issue so that this yeah. is amazing so you could have a whole bag of yep. these little disposable guys yep and really be popular at right. a party this yes. would be a great way so what did the what did the disposable one cost? Disposable one was five dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Awesome. So it's not that's not bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm sure if you order them yourself in bulk, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you can probably get a better price on them. And then the uh, the metal one that I have, and they've got they've got really beautiful ones too. Mm-hmm. If you look online, oh, yeah. but the one that I got, this is just a little fifteen dollar jobby. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know. Almost looks like a pastry cutter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> some respects, except yes. it's a little bit more pokey. Yeah, and I so. will say to even the most uh, jaded, I've been playing for forever person, that they come out with these new clever wheels almost every year. Mm-hmm. There are some really neat, different yep. sensations that seem to appear on a regular basis. Yeah, and they even make them so you can hook them up to your electrical toys, too, yeah. if you want to play a little electric play mm-hmm. on that. So. So I was super excited to get this because I've, I've wanted one and I don't know why I did never get one before. So. And birthday and childhood yeah. memory. Oh my right. gosh. <laughs> I know. Isn't it <laughs> so weird? Good. I was just like. It's so hot. Yeah. It's so hot. And I, I remember sweet. seeing one of these for the first time as an adult, like uh-huh. outside of a medical. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That's kind of a weird experience. Uh-huh. You know? so, but so I take it then that amazing. this eight year old kid that you were playing with was not the, the child of a doctor. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to give specifics on mm. the story because I don't sure. even remember his name. Yeah. Oh, well done. Um, okay. Happens and to me all the time. Right? Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. it was a, a a really different experience. It didn't feel predatory mm-hmm. at all. So yeah, it wasn't, sounds like it was it a really was positive just, experience. Yeah, yeah, we were just playing doctor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I will actually. I'm going to throw that out there that I really enjoy when people share an interesting, non-normative first time mm-hmm. that wasn't perfect, uh-huh. but was still awesome. I will encourage our listeners to. Share those stories because it's amazing how much we can take on that this didn't happen exactly the way it was supposed to. Yeah. And therefore. And so sometimes people who had a positive experience don't feel empowered to tell their story. And we hear a lot about not positive. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Abuse abuse stories. And I I don't feel like that was, it wasn't predatory or abusive or anything. It wasn't coerced. It just... It was like, oh, this is a cool little thing that he's got in his doctor box. And we were mm-hmm. just, you know, being kids, getting naked and playing around. Yeah. Sexploration. Yeah. It's awesome. Which isn't, yeah. isn't, we're not supposed to talk about that. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Even though it's a thing that happens. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's really, really awesome. There was, um, I have been around a lot of different family situations where, and thing that's pretty natural is that exploration and how different adults feel about how it takes place mm-hmm. in families. It's a huge range of how people feel, what's appropriate and what's not. And I, I'm lucky as you know a relationship coach that I get to have those tough conversations with people and talk about. How do you feel about this? Like, right. you know, and what feels consensual to one person or what feels right or like how you're supposed to behave or what's appropriate mm-hmm. is I can just verify for anyone who's curious. It is a massive range. Yeah. Um, what you think is appropriate in your head is probably very different than what other people think. Yeah. And, and what's what's appropriate to talk about to whom mm-hmm. and all yep. of that. Yeah. All of that. It gets really so. messy really quickly. It can. Where it I like can. to be. I like it messy. Yes. You, you guys talk. <laughs> what is it that you say if you're... We're doing it wrong. We're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. And in my world, if you're wrong. not doing it wrong, then you're not trying hard enough. Right. right. Exactly. You know, like, so what is your superhero origin story with the whole poly thing? You said you've been poly and in the last podcast, mm-hmm. we, we talked to you about that. Um, you said that you've been 
poly your whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're of an age where polyamory wasn't really even a word. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. came into the lexicon in the late 90s, mid to late 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so how did you go? What part of the country were you in? How did you go about that? Sure, how did sure. you how did you hold your ground at a place and time where, you know, it wasn't okay to be gay, much less be slutty, yeah. much less anything else, you know? Totally. Well, what And how do you identify? Let's start with so, that. So how I identify is definitely that words are super limiting and that I do what works for me in the moment. So mm-hmm. I love the word queer. Um, I also love the word bisexual. It felt like a gift when I heard it okay. the first time, like... Um, I have so, I have so many stories that I could tell you about these things, but basically a lot of stuff happened to me when I was young enough that I didn't have to go through later on as a young adult changing something. I okay. didn't have a, a set level of monogamy or only having sex with boys there. I never felt like I really had a coming out experience because okay my norm Mm -hmm. got set in a super sex positive you're just always out yep and how did that happen so in a pretty fascinating way that is um really really adorable so (laughs) i feel like it's worth prefacing um so i was homeschooled okay and for really great reasons and i had one of the amazing experiences of being homeschooled for educational reasons yep and how that looked was we joined up with a bunch of other families Mm -hmm. and two or three days a week we would go and have group classes Mm -hmm. and a teacher would be hired generally who taught adjunct at one of the you know local colleges or if a parent had a phd in an area and also wanted to teach so at some point i got picked up by a mom and was being driven from i don't know soccer practice to a class at, okay. at group classes and we had a little bit of lunch break when we first parked and we're sitting there and we're in the car and out of nowhere she just starts talking about her issues with her marriage to and you. to me how old were you i'm 12 okay what? so i'm sitting in the front seat and i really don't think of this mom as a mom that even knows me very well like uh i was very surprised that she felt comfortable mm-hmm. enough that i thought maybe she's just kind of talking to herself yeah and i just happened to be here mm-hmm. and no that was not the case she's you know expressed some things that she felt like she had lost some faith in her marriage and asked me specifically she said so jenny i really actually wanted to ask your advice because you seem like a person who feels very clear about the things that you're passionate about in your life and your sense of faith that things happen for a reason nice. in the world. That okay. things, okay. you know, and I definitely was just a really hippie kid from an early place. I was like, you know what? I function on a need to know basis. I don't know why the stars are there. They still seem really amazing and miraculous. Sure. sure. Grass grows up. The roots grow down. I don't know why that happens. It seems to work very well. I don't We're just going to go with it. it. It's really yeah. cool. So she was asking me basically about how do you tap back into that confidence when you have lost confidence, when something that you believe in, like your marriage or even your relationship with a higher power, yeah, when that shifts and the bottom falls out, you know, what do you do? And I just instinctively knew that had very little to do with anything that I was going to say. Like people think that I give advice. They walk away from conversations with me thinking that I've given them advice. And sometimes that is true. But often what I do is just mirror back what they have said to me. Yeah. And in this case, that's how it went. I listened to her talk for a while and asked her a couple questions. And what I was really hearing was that she was changing her relationship with herself Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. was worried. She was a little bit scared yeah. that yeah. who she was was changing. And um, yeah, so we chatted. And at some point, she sort of snapped out of it and was like, oh my goodness, you're going to be late for class. And I was <laughs> just like, you know, I think this is where I'm supposed to be right now. Oh, so you dirty hippie. I just, wow. <laughs> but the weird thing is that that just naturally popped out of my mouth. Yeah. So yeah. 
there are things, uh, the same thing is similar for my art background. My Mm -hmm. earliest life memory is painting with my grandmother. And there's a difference, I think, between like talent and skill. Mm -hmm. Some things I was just born good at. Mm -hmm. And then because I was good at them, I think maybe they were comfortable and I also enjoyed them. So I geeked out on them and developed skills. Right. But the... I'm a nat- I'm naturally was a very talented artist. If you mm-hmm. put an object in front of me and told me to represent it in a two-dimensional form, I could do so very easily. Knock that out. Yeah. yeah. And the same was true with having difficult conversations. I just never was intimidated. Like my mom and I had a fight when I was a kid. I don't mm-hmm. remember this. This is a story that's been told to me. And my aunt was coming over to visit and my mom was as logic as is logical, mm-hmm. a little embarrassed that we had had a fight and, you know, looking prim and proper. We lived in Tennessee mm-hmm. and she said, you know, let's not tell your aunt that we've just had this fight. Aunt comes to the door, knocks on the front door. I go, I open the door and she says, hello, Jenny, how are you? And I said, well, I just had a fight with my mom and I was kind of hoping that you weren't even going to come over, but here you are. Oh my God. So come on in. Now you know what's been happening. <laughs> Let me bring you up to speed. Yes. So, you know, sometimes like the kid that is going to push all your buttons. Yes. Is what you get. Oh and yes. I don't have kids myself, but have experienced that a lot. And my mom jokingly says that I'm the kid that came out asking why. She says that my first word was why. <laughs> <laughs> so I just really, you know, don't skirt around difficult topics. And sure. that was another like talent intuitive. I don't take credit for that. Like that was part of just That's how just I was who wired. You are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I happened to also enjoy, you know, things that maybe our society has issues with and I uh, one of the things that I really admire and enjoy about you are your ability to just shamelessly ask for what you need Mm -hmm. and just you do it with such grace and Mm -hmm. such confidence and unapologetically that it's like oh of course what do you need help with Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. um and we actually were um at a wedding and I was helping coordinate that and you were helping Mm -hmm. coordinate that and you were like okay this is what I need right now Mm -hmm. I'm like let's make that happen I was totally (laughs) melting down too I was in a total meltdown mode and it was awesome I'm just gonna throw that compliment right back at you thank you I felt incredibly empowered to do so with you and I feel like that is an amazing skill to cultivate but it's also a gift like generally speaking people become friends with me and you know they talk about the ease mm-hmm. with which they can be my friend because there is really no guesswork right and mm-hmm. I feel like that's an amazing gift like I was coaching a couple that had been together for a long time and they were poly and some changes were happening in their quad mm-hmm. and putting a lot of strain on just the the two of them and they were talking about the little mental process that they went through when they were trying to decide which battle to fight or what to talk about Mm -hmm. like what should we talk about right now and if this is going to be too hard because this thing has been triggering if I'm seeing this other person and that's really hard on this other girlfriend Mm -hmm. and we're fighting about it all the time how do I bring it up in the right way Mm -hmm. and eventually I was like you know you guys (laughs) You can't go through two sides of a conversation in your head and call right. that respect. That's yeah. That's not respect. Like mm-hmm. it's so easy to do. We all do it. Like, but and what do you mean by that? Going through so, two sides of a conversation. So in your you're, own head. you know, you're like thinking through in your head how you're going to say something, mm-hmm. and then how the other person is going to respond. Oh, anticipating yeah, reactions. Yeah, yeah, and you know that is a skill comes from a natural place Mm -hmm. but also it's a lot of work basically between two individuals now you've had four conversations where you could have just had one and so basically like every time you try and think through how a conversation is going to go what if instead of trying to have both sides of that conversation in your head you just said your part and then really listened mm-hmm. to the other person's part. Uh, yeah, and I think that that comes back to people making assumptions and assuming that they they know their partners so mm-hmm. well that, you know, and people aren't capable of evolving or changing or mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. And one of the 
really neat things I've heard recently is just, you know, approach relationships with the spirit of curiosity, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. just what, what is it that you're thinking and feeling and be genuinely curious about it. Mm-hmm. So. And that of course is a muscle, right? That we practice, we work, we strengthen that muscle. But also I like to talk about the same thing my, my friends say to me and even my, my bio family has actually started sharing with me, which is, God, it just seems really easy to hang out with you because if you don't ask me for anything or tell me that something's wrong, then I know that you don't need anything and that nothing is wrong. Right. And yeah. a way that we talk about that is you can trust my yes and you can trust my no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you really don't need to second guess those things. So how how do you coach people to get to that point? Because, mm-hmm. you know, one of, one of the things that I've found over the years and people that I've I've helped um Mm -hmm. is that they their needs aren't met or their asks aren't honored when they are asked Mm -hmm. well so there's that loss of trust mm -hmm. and not trusting that what you're going to ask for is even honored so why the fuck should I even bother right totally yeah and definitely a lot of times um by the time people come to either see an educator expert like Mm -hmm. yourself or come in for relationship coaching they're just their batteries are really drained yeah their ropes are really short um but i think actually it's tough um but no matter what you ask for um you could get really about any answer and so being okay if somebody else says no and also trying to cultivate being okay if somebody else doesn't honor you know or act in a way that you thought they said that mm-hmm. they were going to act. Mm-hmm. And that's really, really tough. And that is really like building resiliency. Mm-hmm. And so when people have come in to see me and that sort of thing has happened where trust has been broken, often due to misunderstanding or just somebody's been stupid mm-hmm. because, you know, these are not behaviors that we really, they're not from the deep culture, you know, so we don't have great examples all the time. So somebody's fucked up. And somebody else is really feeling deeply hurt from Mm -hmm. that. And I kind of tried to get people to go back to basics and say, and yet you're sitting in front of me together. Why? 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 Like you could kick this person to the curb pretty easily. Sure. So what is it that you like about this person? Like super basic. Go home, write it in a journal. Sure. Maybe put it in a letter to the individual. But really, I just want you to wake up every day and ask yourself why and focus on that, you know, and try. Right. And sometimes it's all about taking <clears throat> like time to heal. Mm-hmm. And what does it look like to be kind and basic and heal and then get back on the horse. So what does it look like to then a second time say this is what I need. Right. And I really need you to do it. The other piece is the other side of that coin is, you know what? I thought that I was going to be okay with you going on that date with that person. Even though I was feeling anxious, I said yes to this thing and it really didn't work for me. Like I really had a big reaction. And you know what? That conversation is not black and white. That's an opportunity to say, okay, well, was this really hard for you in a way that we should just keep doing it until it gets easier? Sure. Or is this a thing that we really need to talk about and maybe not pursue? Um, And you just do not know. And people really should on themselves a lot. Like, why did I say that he could go and do that? (laughs) Yeah. I was so, I, I should have just said what was in my head. And like, no, you know what? The try it and see method. Yeah. yeah. It's all you got. Yep. There is no manual. Like, yeah. you know, the ethical sled is great, you know, opening That's a great up, starter. You know. yeah, yeah. But there's still, there's, you really got to figure this out, you know, for your own experience. You do. Polly is the best way to learn more about yourself than maybe you ever wanted. Well, ain't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> it's quite an experience. Being, and kink is the same way and shifting yeah, oh, your gender, oh, you know, yeah. uh, trying to bring art out into the world. Like these things are parenting. Yeah. There is no manual for anything good. It's all very messy. And I think that 
we can be hard on ourselves for not doing it perfectly the first time. Sure. Mm-hmm. And sure. you know what? It's just a thing. You're going to have to try it yep. and see. So sometimes you make agreements and you cannot honor them. Sometimes you make an agreement and you're both on the wrong page about what that agreement is. Right. Sometimes you decided to be adventurous when some of the people involved were not sober. And yeah. that can be tough. Like sometimes that's exactly what you need to feel more comfortable. And other times that leads to disaster. Um, yeah. It can lead to disaster or it mm-hmm. can just lead to, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I had a fun little experience on part of my birthday adventures. Mm. So I went to the sex toy shop and uh, then we stopped by another of my birthday buddies parties. And I felt a little bad afterwards, but then yeah. I bought him a shot, so I didn't care. Um, <laughs> but I had, I, you know, you packed. Wait, I want to interrupt. So you had both a, po- a positive feeling and a negative feeling at the same time? I know. Oh, I'm my complicated. God. complicated. crazy. Well, what? okay. So there was... <laughs> I'm going to be really impolitically correct and say ah. he asked for it. Ah. <laughs> the timing was perfect. You felt called upon I did. to behave in a certain manner. I yes. did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, uh, my play partner and I <laughs> packed up some paddles because it was a birthday buddy's birthday party mm-hmm. as well. And um, we went to this bar and I put a paddle down, picked up and had a little sip of my drink and somebody snagged the paddle. Because <gasps> you're in a public bar. In a you're, public bar, you're not like at a in a play space. You're right, yeah. out at a public bar, right. mm-hmm. and it was Where somebody that no was boundaries. in in the group that we were in. Oh, so okay. it wasn't uh, like a, okay, a stranger danger type situation. Your panel wasn't being stolen. I didn't per se. I didn't know him personally, oh. um, but my my play partner turned and looked at me and goes, "Oh, oh, it's Panda." Um, <laughs> had him on the. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> he turned and looked at me and goes, "Really." You're going to let somebody steal the paddle? Uh, which huh. I can see Panda's face doing. I've known Panda for a long time, yeah. right? Like longer. Yeah. And yeah. so I can see that face. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, gonna you're, like, in, uh-huh. you're in deep shit now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very so concerned. I, I went over eyebrows. and I, I got my little my little Dom panties on mm-hmm. and I looked at the guy and I'm like, give me back the fucking paddle. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm sorry. I said, now put your hands on the fucking table. Yeah. <laughs> shit. So he mm-hmm. got spanked. He'd never been spanked before by anybody other than his mom. Oh. And yeah. Even when he didn't necessarily deserve well, that them. should cement he it stole for him. the paddle yes. without asking. I know. So you picked up the tools the without asking. The between you and me is that I'm very Elena schooled. Elena Gabosh, like I really picked up her mantra early yeah. in life. Like I do not reward bad behavior. I probably would have grabbed oh, another. He was scared. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I probably would have grabbed another bottom and made them get spanked in front of him. Be like, oh. look what you're missing. Yeah. Ah, you yeah. ah, see, yeah. there. You, in fact, actually, mm-hmm. would you sit uh, and kneel for me on this hard concrete floor oh, and tell me go. how much you're sorry? Oh, yes. Yeah. Would you like to try this now? Okay, fine. Because you <laughs> fucking annoyed me, but I appreciate that you said you were sorry. So yeah, put them on the table, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I then another dude at the table next to us, <laughs> uh-huh. he was like in his early 20s and uh-huh. fresh face. He And not with your group? No, not uh-huh. at all. Total uh-huh. like redneck, the whole nine yards. Uh-huh. And he's he just like turned around and pulled his pants down <gasps> and stuck his ass out. Oh. And he goes, aren't you going to spank me too? And I said, sure. Uh-huh. Smack. Oh my <laughs> like God. I didn't even warm oh, him up or anything. Goodness. And oh it's one goodness. of the Tannis <gasps> paddles. It feels like a flip flop, so super yes. stingy. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's yeah. awesome. So there was yes. part of me that was like, okay, he'd had some to drink, and like, <laughs> and then I got in trouble for that too. He's like, you didn't even fucking warm him up. Like uh, he's yeah, and he, yeah. So I had to he go. Was, he was about to get into kink, but buy then him you, a shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then his mom was right like yelling. His mom was there too, <gasps> and she was yelling at him the for like pulling his pants uh-huh. down in public, and yes. she was like, you got what you deserved. She spanked your ass. Yeah, so. Oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, Oh my goodness. So. It's amazing how these things happen. I know. Um, yes, I have been told that I am finally versed in the art of subtle instigation. Ah. That is Mr. Bear's <laughs> favorite uh, Jenny Bird relationship coaching phrase. Subtle he wanted that on every um, business card. Nice. Like, that's what he wanted. Instigator. Yeah, subtle nice. instigation. Subtle instigation. Nice. Subtle instigation. Yes. <laughs> I like bossy listening. Bo- I knew, I knew that you would appreciate that, Mr. 
good. I nice. thought of you immediately. Yes, bossy, bossy listening. listening. I love mm-hmm. it. So your relationship coaching, there mm-hmm. are quite a few relationship coaches here in Seattle. And yeah. I love that because it mm-hmm. definitely gives people the opportunity to find someone that they connect with. Exactly. Yeah. And there is plenty of relationship stuff mm-hmm. going on for anybody to help with. Absolutely. Um, you're specializing in specifically sex positive. Is that correct? Or yeah, I, tell me I about mean, that. So basically like what's funny is that I'm really well versed in sex positive community and mm-hmm. sex positive issues. So, you know, what, what we might call cultural competency, but what that means in my case is actually that we're not going to spend an hour with you educating me about what polyamory is or why you like to wear a diaper. Yep. That mm-hmm. stuff. It, you're really, you know, people will jokingly say that they are shockproof therapists, but that's not true. No. I've had a couple no that way. I've yeah. had like, yeah. you're not a good fit for me as a client. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah, see ya. exactly. <laughs> and really like, I, I want to be super clear, like counseling and therapy and coaching and having a good OBGYN and having a good massage therapist, those are all dating experiences. Mm-hmm. Like your very first time that you yep. go and get acupuncture, you may not find the right person. Yep. And so shopping around is really great. And I think also I'm big on fixing the roof when it's not raining. Like find a doctor when you're not sick, like find a therapist when things are okay, like everybody deserves therapy and therapy is very different from coaching. Mm-hmm. A roundabout way of answering your question is that I definitely am very shock proof. I actually would, I challenge anyone to come to me actually and try to shock me. I'll give you a free session. Wow. If that is the case. All Identify right. enough. I'll as, take you up on that. Ooh, mm. awesome. As a trisexual, I find that very amazing to hear about things that I've never heard about before all right but to get a judgmental reaction Ah. out of me is pretty like to be so shocked that I can't handle talking to you about it so that's one of the things that I offer that I feel like is a a difficult thing to shrink and fit onto a business card sure which is yeah we're not going to spend this whole session with you explaining to me why this 24 7 slave not getting along with your girlfriend's girlfriend's girlfriend who is now transitioning their gender, you're not going to explain all of why that might be difficult. I'm going to know why that might be difficult. Sure. Right. And even if I don't quite get it, I'm still going to be able to help you. Right. And we're going to talk it through. So I, you know, get messages and requests on how to have hard conversations that have absolutely nothing to do with sex positivity. Sure. And people reach out to me because they know that the context is not going to be outside of the realm of my norm. Right. And what I found too, in talking to a variety of different people is once you strip away what the supposed cause is, Mm -hmm. I say that in air quotes because it's, it's all relational causation. Once you strip away the, the details of that, then it, it really is just an issue, mm-hmm. you know, that you can address and get to the nugget of that and figure out what it is. So mm-hmm. the getting down to the layers of why it exists exactly. is what I think some people get caught up in the minutia of that, mm-hmm. uh, especially therapists and whatnot. So. Well, and there's a huge difference between therapists and coaching and definitely one of now, the Now, isn't things... that, I mean, and I hear, I'm going to say something really negative. Yeah, go um, for it. Because one of the misnomers I think people have about relationship coaches is that mm-hmm. it's just, you didn't bother to go get a psychology degree. Of course. And you are not board certified, so why the hell should I come and see you? Yeah, You course. have no accountability. Yep. And how do you address that? Well, the interesting thing is that that is somewhat true. And does it matter? Like therapy and coaching are so different. Mm-hmm. And people who are coaches tend to embody certain behaviors, which is asking a lot of questions, being really in your face, being really focused on solutions making you sweat (laughs) a little bit (laughs) yes exactly especially depending on the type of coach sure um the yes I have a friend who uh does amazing kinky physical fitness nice yeah she's a personal trainer 
that you gotta be in shape pens. for some of that shit man <laughs> yeah you really do yeah, yeah. Like, oh ugh. that's for sure yeah, yeah. yoga is awesome but no at least with me as a coach um what what you're getting in my case is a natural inclination and then i've also super geeked out on communication mm-hmm. and then i also have been doing this for a really long time mm-hmm. and so whether it's you know trying to talk about a burning man co-housing situation right where a lot of people have chosen you know to live in a complex uh relationship world some with poly some with sex positive some with not and you're trying to make all of that work mm-hmm. um you know that we're going to get through more in one session because of my experience and also the way that I approach us talking. Right. And what I often tell people is therapy is rad. Like you just, everybody deserves therapy. Like go get a therapist. And it's vastly different from coaching and coaching is very much, you know, in your face. Um, Right. I spend a lot of the session talking. It's definitely bossy listening um (laughs) that also means that you know we really are able to get to the heart of the issue pretty quickly yeah um and you were talking about you've got your first session which is kind of your meet and greet and mm -hmm. speed dating session with your new clients Mm -hmm. and then you've got packages that's interesting tell me about that well so the interesting what are you developing there well so the interesting thing with me is that no matter what you have to meet with me that one time and a lot of people only meet with me that one time and never see me again but if you come and you sit down and it becomes evident that yeah this is a more complex thing so maybe I meet your entire triad or your whole polycule in that Mm -hmm. first hour to hour and a half and triad means a relationship with three yeah and poly can be as many can look a lot of different ways yeah and so if you're sitting down with me and it kind of starts to look like okay we're going to talk today about this overview and then I'm going to see each of you individually Mm -hmm. once and then we'll get back together again as a group and check in um the other piece is that coaching comes with homework Mm -hmm. um some people get the answer that they need in 15 minutes um so Mm -hmm. unlike a lot of coaches I don't offer a free phone consultation a lot of people do a free 15 minutes and then you decide what package it is that you're going to sign up for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do that because you might get what you need in the first 15 minutes with sure. me. So basically, I offer a lot of different amazing classes. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you can enroll as long as you go through that first session with me. Then oh, nice. You okay. Become part of the amazing. Of your network. Yeah. And yeah. it's all about like joining the fucking perfectionism secret society yeah and so one of the classes that i offer and it's fucking perfectionism fucking perfectionism so like fucking it in the ass just fuck off yep okay because it doesn't exist like right right perfectionism is a yeah is a total myth so trying to live up to it is a a waste of time and often the root of a lot of issues that we all right right so yeah so you've got that. And then you were talking about that being a series of workshops where you, mm-hmm. you do some art, you get messy, mm-hmm. you talk about different topics. So is that going to be almost like a town hall kind of group? So it thing happens in two, in two different ways. It's there's um, workshops where I can come and speak to your group mm-hmm. that you've already arranged. Um, and we can just do you know, a three hour workshop either at your home or with your educational group or at your sex positive event for Mm -hmm. your community. But there's also six week versions and eight week versions. And I have three classes that are set up in a series of classes. So like six to eight people, very small. And you come in and for that six to eight weeks, you might be focusing on making messy art, like doing things very badly intentionally fun yep and then I have another class that's all about the five senses Mm -hmm. and we spend six weeks where each week we have one of our senses and we focus on what looks amazing what what is the sixth sense amazing for that series (laughs) we get to to decide do you get to see ghosts is that yeah yeah i see dead people (laughs) the hope is that um that for each group that sixth sense will be a different one fun yeah so we'll really get to decide but it's 
you know, their parties with homework. Sure. Is what they are. And you were saying it's it's very mindful on that sense. Yeah. And like, it's like, how do you meditate on the bus? Like, mm-hmm. how do you actually enjoy pleasure all of the time? Right. It's not, pleasure does not come in one flavor. There's nothing wrong with chocolate cake for breakfast. There is also nothing wrong with an amazing soy-based fresh fruit smoothie for yeah. breakfast as well. It's just judgment. Sure. And your idea of perfectionism. So, yeah, when you're coming in either to savor your experiences in your life, what we're talking about is figuring out the practice. I love it. Yeah. Of getting in touch with the visceral experience of being in your body. And then it goes all the way back to asking for what you need mm-hmm. because you know what you need and yeah. you know what you want. And so that's that's yeah. how you're getting people to that point of Absolutely. being confident and solid enough in themselves to yeah. say, here's, here's where I'm at. This is yeah. what I need in this moment. And how fun is that? Yeah. Like how much more fun could you have in your life if you approach things like you're not making yourself feel curious in that moment. You've been curious all day. Right. So when you say to your partner, what do you mean when you say that? You've actually cultivated that curiosity for the last six weeks. And mm-hmm. now you're gone semi-pro. And you're saying, hmm, the thing you just said evokes some defensiveness in me. And now all my hackles are up. And I'm still going to notice that and take a deep breath, squeeze my butt cheeks, and go. Right. What do you mean when you say that? Or... Could you tell me more about that situation? And by the way, I ate a kumquat today and it was amazing. You should totally try one. If we do this together, <laughs> we're going to have this awesome shared experience. Right. It's going to be awesome. You could totally react differently to this thing. And that might be amazing too. Yeah. So it's really inviting people. The other class is super fun and a little more uh, new and fresh is the building your own superhero class that I'm Fuck doing. Yeah. It's an all day Saturday class that, Basically, I do it with families. Sure. And I also do it with groups of friends. And you spend a little bit of time ahead of time thinking about what your own special superhero powers are. Like yeah. You're asking me. Yeah. And then you design your own superhero around that and Fun. potentially make costumes. Yes. 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 Yeah. That sounds yeah. great. I'm really into dressing up. None of my classes come glitter free. Okay, you know, that's like, that should be a warning. Yep, you know, yep. if you if you got it's the the craft herpes aversion, yep, yep. You know, going back to the STI talk. Oh yeah, burlesque TDs. <laughs> it, glitter. <laughs> it is a reality for sure. Glitter in every crevice. Um, it's like Playa. Also, yeah. you just really can't get it out. But Pl- Playa dust from Burning Man. Do you really want to live a life that is glitter free? No, no, I don't. Yeah. So that's kind of the point too. Like fun is messy, mm-hmm. you know, fun is messy. And I think all good things in life are messy, you know. Um, wasn't there a pie that was eaten inappropriately? For there was. Birthday? That was part of my birthday too. We mm-hmm. just, uh, I have had a couple instances in throughout my, my birthday existences where, you know, one year I got a cake and had a theater rehearsal and I made everybody in the cast that wanted to participate mm-hmm. that uh, eat it with no hands. So mm-hmm. we all just like dug our faces in. Mm-hmm. And last night we were having pie and just passing around the pie plates and forks. And awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. And that's, you know, be juicy in your life, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And just Preach fuck the on. napkins. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like in general, if whatever I've just spent the last little bit doing doesn't mm-hmm. require me to wash my hands, good. It might not be, you know, worthy of what I want to spend my time doing. Right. You know? Except right? napping, napping, and I always have to wash my hands after yes. I take a nap, which is, yeah. Huh. You never know where those hands go while you're napping, right? Isn't it? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Fantastic. I feel like there's just a lot of opportunity for people and as they start working with me to also meet other people mm-hmm. who are working on these same skills and whether it's getting good at having tough conversations or uncomfortable moments or it's learning how to actually open yourself up to enjoy things. Like right. if you've right. been feeling out of touch you know, with your body or your sexual desire, it's similar to also feeling out of touch with like, wow, I have not read a good book. I have not 
met another person that excited me. I have not eaten so little, you know, if you eat the same thing for a while and then you go and eat something new, it tastes different. It does. And it does, yeah. those are practices. And I really want people to get to do that with other people. Mm-hmm. So whether you grab your bestie and sign up for a class or you're grabbing another partner or maybe just somebody that you would like to be another partner. Or yourself. Yep. Or you you're, know, celebrate yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And I do have specifics they're all about that even if you come and do group stuff with me there's uh-huh. quite a bit of you know writing in your journal and reflecting on things for yourself and yeah um but yeah people get you know the online experience of being connected right with other members of the fuck perfectionism secret society nice. so you're not doing this alone and also getting to kind of have a shared language mm-hmm. and you're all going out a little bit on a limb yeah yeah being vulnerable mm-hmm. and embracing the juiciness of life. And also building yeah. community, which yeah. takes work. It does. You can't just snap your fingers and get that, but it is really, I feel like, a quality part of what I've been blessed to have. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, it sounds super exciting. I'm Yay. so happy for you that Thank you've you. recommitted yourself to, to mm-hmm. doing what you're really super good at. Ah, so I, I'm I just really excited like to, to have you on the the circuit again thank and you out there living large man and i'm loving every minute of it i get good. done doing sessions and classes and i'm you're just so energized excited i'm doing this practice where i take a selfie before mm-hmm. and a selfie after and like just you know reminding oh, myself I love that. this kicks ass yeah like, for sure definitely my own version of taking a bite out of the ass of life for me like, good yeah Good. Very into, you know, fucking do it. Try it. See how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's only at one time around as far as anybody knows. So, so far. <laughs> so far. <laughs> Oxygen <laughs> is toxic for every human. Sure. No one has ever survived. That's right. So do uh, you have any fun sex stories for, for this week to share? Any mm. any fun events that you've had recently? Let me stop and think. What did I do this week? <laughs> So last night, it wasn't super sexual, but it was still super fun. Uh, Last night involved dressing up as an astronaut or a space creature Mm -hmm. or an alien from another planet. I went to a birthday party where people had blasted off and gone on explorations. Fun. And there was many different astronauts and fun sexy costumes yeah and then other people who were just like you know what i came in mantis and a fuzzy faux fur jacket and actually all three of my partners have the same jacket and here we are in a row Ah, (laughs) would you like to go snuggle in the big room that's full of big red pillows and sit and talk and share stories and a lot of people in my life are amazingly excited for all of the fucking perfectionism things that are happening and so people that I haven't seen in a while they're like I heard you were doing this thing yeah oh my god how do I get in how do I I want to play yeah and that was amazing last night a lot of people indulged listening to me babble about how happy I am fun so that was sexual I will say there was definitely a lot of hotness there was Mm -hmm. hot tubbing Mm -hmm. there were maybe some Star Trek dresses that were far too small Mm -hmm. that was Mm -hmm. very fun Mm -hmm. yeah sometimes I would say that last night was all about fucking with my brain nice really like that yeah it was deeply satiating in a completely different way than you might assume nice yeah there's something about my life which involves sex positive it's really the everything goes meaning almost everything's okay until it's not okay and then we'll talk about it but generally speaking people are really excited to support whatever it is that you are excited to be doing right and I think that actually was the hotness of the brain talking orgy that I participated nice. in last night. That's fantastic. People were definitely like, I heard you're doing a hot, sexy thing that you're really passionate about. Tell me all about it. Right. And that is definitely my approach to life. I think cool. it's amazing. Good deal. 
All right. You were talking about uh, having some sexy talk times. How'd that go? Uh, yeah. Actually, uh, last night I played a scene where it was all, because I'm still, I've still got the foot thing, so I'm not really mm-hmm. able to get up on both feet and, mm-hmm. you know, throw uh, floggers or, or, you know, canes or anything like You're that. You're having to be creative. I was, yes. And so... Um, my girlfriend and I negotiated a scene about comparison play. It <gasps> involved comparison play. Really? Uh, I oh. yes, I'm <laughs> thinking about mm-hmm. your shirt. Yes, uh, this is a whole Jenny other shirt. episode. I, I'd rather time. be in comparing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell me more. So, I'm dying to know. Okay, so um, the the scene was about um, comparison between her. And this this other girl that I I don't play with I just mm-hmm. you know have like this little like oh she's cute kind of mm-hmm. crush thing, mm-hmm. and um, we negotiated that it was going to start just a really slow dive into um, into some like subspace just you know mm-hmm. there's some triggers and some things that mm-hmm. I can do that are just like mm-hmm. you know um, settle her down and then the comparison play would start mm-hmm. and get a little mean, mm-hmm. which helps to do a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. And then we bring it all back up mm-hmm. and then we talk about it and mm-hmm. it's awesome. So mm-hmm. so this scene involved talking about, well, you know, I got to my house and there was this girl and she was I, like, why was she in my bed? I don't know. You know? <laughs> and uh, so it, it we went, I went through some various scenarios and I started telling her, you know, I really wish you had been there mm. to watch. Nice work. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I really uh-huh. wish you had been there to see what I was doing. I mm. really wish you had been there for, you know, and then that kind of, that was where the mm-hmm. the meanness started. And then there right. was some comparison of various body parts and tightnesses and things like that. And I had made sure in my setup to let her know that it was all in scene, that mm. it was all... Mm-hmm. You know that we would be talking about this afterwards, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. yes, it was um, extremely erotic, mm-hmm. and there were many, many orgasms. Nice, yeah. So it worked out really well. Yeah. So when we we talked about it, it was uh, it was fun. It was uh, you know, and and having had that agreement at the beginning and the negotiation before it happened mm-hmm. um and knowing that it's all in scene helps to process things quicker and to get mm-hmm. into that space where you're like okay so mm-hmm. now we're not in the scene anymore and I don't have to worry about that thing exactly that's happening and you know we can just talk yeah, about you it. kind of set up set yourself up with kind of your own version of a, a padded room like this is we've got right. some exactly yeah. amazing guardrails on this and so we can go a lot deeper a lot faster. yes and it it, it does mm-hmm. and uh we've been we've been experimenting a little bit with non-negotiated scenes mm-hmm. within a nice. weirdly a pre-negotiated yeah um uh spectrum but but we wanted to pull out of that mm. a little bit and then get into a here we're gonna set down some here's the here's the guidelines yeah. here's what we're gonna allow uh-huh. here's what we're not gonna do yeah. also covered a little bit of that so, so you're way more specific yeah in this case oh. fucking hot yeah. nice. oh my god yay <laughs> all right that's amazing Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Jenny. It's, you and know, it's really rough hanging out with you guys. <laughs> right? I, I hate it. Our conversations are never interesting. Uh, you know. yeah. well, we would love to have you back and hear okay, more okay, about uh, <laughs> how things are progressing or for thank specific you. topics you just want to spread the love about. Absolutely. And, you know, I would love that. Lots of fun stuff. Anytime that I can come back and hear the hot stories also. Oh, what, yeah. right. you, know, you guys are motivating me effectively. Mm-hmm. Talk about rewarding positive behavior. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I don't negotiate with terrorists. Let's put it that yes. way. Yes. Oh. <laughs> T-shirt. But see, sometimes birthday. you got to reel it in a little little bit mm-hmm. you know oh, yeah. sometimes if they're brand new to it you got to spank their ass a little oh bit i give them a taste i, I wish that our audience could see your face <laughs> because the whole thing this this has never happened to you before there is a thing and it is called 
top stance. Uh-huh. And out of nowhere, a casual person, male or female or any gender variety, <laughs> something may occur in their mm-hmm. broad spectrum that evokes a complete change right. in their behavior and attitude. For sure. <laughs> there are consequences, folks. That's right. That's right. So. All right. Well, visit Jenny Bird at JennyBirdRelationshipCoaching.com. Yes, we'll indeed. have a link to that on the O-Face website that Freckles there oh, takes see. care of and mm-hmm. is a good steward. Mm-hmm. And you can uh, get in touch with us at the O-Face Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at the O-Face Podcast yep. and at Miss Jenga. You can find us on Facebook by searching for the O-Face Podcast or Freckles O-Face or Jack O-Face. And you can also find us at theofacepodcast.com, which we have uh, all of our links and all of our episodes and probably where you got this thing to listen to. But, you know, there you go. There's the plug <laughs> anyway. Know. I'm worried that peop- you're playing hard to get. Like, people cannot. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. And we put it all at the end of the episode, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. We're, we're bad. We're bad. But so bad. So, yeah. But work. see, it's just one more example of how we're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. That looks easy enough. And Joey is going to try it out. <laughs> <laughs>